welcome back to your gamer's favorite gamer's podcast with your host, Scott and Adrian. And welcome back to another episode of Insert Coin to Continue. I'm Scott. And I'm JJ. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Um, Unfortunately, Adrian, again, can't be with us this week Um, with his job and the COVID. They're doing a a two-week thing at work um, to kind of limit exposure and everything. So he can't be with us this week again, but uh, we're hoping to have him back next week. Um, but so, but for, for, for this week, it's just JJ and I, and we're going to take you on this great adventure. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody, everybody say a prayer and load up Dark Souls for Adrian. Uh, that dude, I'm sure, is, is going nuts right now, uh, kind of being locked down for his job. But uh, do, doing the good work that most of us wouldn't want to do. So right. uh, more yeah. power to him. Shout out to Adrian. That's right. <laughs> well, uh Scott, what have you uh, what have you been playing for the last seven days since uh, since we talked last? Um, well, I got uh, I, I've gotten some time in on uh, the Avengers beta, uh, where that comes out on September the fourth, uh, same day as Tony Hawk. Um, <laughs> so I've been playing that beta quite a bit, and I highly recommend it to you. It's awesome. It's, it's a lot, a lot of fun. Um, it's for me it's a lot like the division avengers style okay the way um, that the way that you get different loot and can upgrade it and just like the loot system on it and, and like the missions the mission system reminds me a lot of, of division and and i really dig it i, I enjoy it quite a bit awesome uh, i have it really looking forward to like a, a really good solid Avengers game that I could dig into. But you know, the, the play style options are so, <clears throat> excuse me, wide open for how they could do an Avengers game. So, um, you know, with the, the free beta being out there, I'll, I'll get that downloaded and, and put some time in, find out if this is something I'm going to enjoy. Cause my wife and I, we've, we've marathoned, you know, every Avengers movie. Um, we're really looking forward to, um the new doctor strange movie if and when that ever comes out you know everything's been pushed back as far as the mcu release schedule goes black widow yeah black widow which we've been watching trailers for for what almost a year now yeah something like that it was supposed to be out already but thanks yeah. COVID. that's right so uh, i feel like you might have a a good place to go talk about movies though yeah yeah well, shout out to uh matinee mischief my, my movie podcast go ahead and give that a, a check out uh, we have a lot of fun over there um, but uh yeah for avengers i i pre-ordered the collector's edition the earth's mightiest edition because uh, what's that come with that's what i do um <laughs> it comes with uh the obsidian outfit pack um which just basically character skins. Um, it comes with a full color Captain America statue, a s- exclusive steel book 
a Black Widow belt buckle, uh, Iron Man prototype armor blueprints, a Mjolnir keychain, a Hulk bobblehead, a uh, Avengers like lapel pin, and a five by seven Avengers Day group photo. Awesome. So it, yeah, it comes with quite a bit of stuff. Um, I, I'm adding the, the statue to my collection. I, I have the Final Fantasy VII statue. I have the God of War statue. I have a big display case in my living room where I put all my, my figurines and statues. Heck yeah, I've, I've seen it personally, everybody. Um, and it, it is pretty impressive. Um, maybe we can, we can get a picture posted on the uh, Facebook group for Insert Coin and, and maybe everybody can peek into your life a little bit, check that awesome cabinet out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I've also uh, been doing uh, Free Play Tuesdays with uh, Corey from the Angry Vets. And what we'll do is every Tuesday, we'll just pick a random free-to-play game from the, the PlayStation Store, and we'll live stream it for an hour and kind of give our commentary on it. Uh, yesterday we played, uh, it's called Dogfighter World War II. It's, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, you know, you get a, you get to fly around in, in the old World War II planes, like, a uh, the P-51 Mustang and the Japanese Zero and a couple of others. And it's like a battle royale. And, yeah. And you're just dogfighting, you know, and then, you know, the, the area closes in, in kind of like all battle royale games mm -hmm. and, you know, you, you, you shoot down the other planes. It's, it, it's quite a bit of fun. It has good mechanics. But, but as a dog, right? Like according to the box art that I saw, you're a dog. That makes a difference. You don't really see your character. But, but you know, that you are the goodest boy in the battle royale. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going with that. Because <laughs> everybody wants to be the goodest boy. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, um, you know, I'm still plugging away a little bit with my buddies on GTA Five. Mm -hmm. um, you know, playing some some NBA 2K and preparing for uh, the new Madden, which drops on the 28th. So, excellent. What about what have you what have you been putting time in on? So uh, I'm on nights right now, uh, which affords me the opportunity to put in seven to eight hours of gaming. You know, after the wife and kids go to bed, and um, we've been talking a lot about Horizon Zero Dawn. So I went ahead and booted up a, a new game plus, and I can firmly say that I am a god now in this game. <laughs> um, I still need to check that out. You, you definitely do. Um, it's on it sale for twenty it. bucks right now, right? And it comes with the DLC. It's the the ultimate collection, and is is the easiest twenty dollars that you can spend anywhere. Um, it is going to burn up a lot of your time because the world is massive. It is beautiful. And last night, I I, I was still sort of in the beginning areas. And I rushed to the, the mid-game content 
where you finally get introduced to some of the like massive robot dinosaurs. Uh, the uh, the Thunderjaw is like the the biggest baddie that's walking around on the ground. And since I'm on New Game Plus one, I, I know how to fight a Thunderjaw, and I've I've got the equipment to do it. So um, in the no tips for guys, your tear blast arrows that just they don't really do damage. All they do is blow parts off of the the robots. You load up and you shoot the big things on his back hips, his disc launchers. You shoot those off of him. You go hide in the grass till he kind of forgets where you are. Run up and the two disc blasters that he carries has enough ammo to take down the thunder drop. So you can either shoot your little piddly arrows at him for an hour and a half, or you can shoot him with disc launchers and be done in like two minutes. Well, there you go. Yeah. Pro tips. Uh, <laughs> pro tips. So I've been putting a lot of time into that. Um, also decided to download a game called uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Um, it was on the summer sale for PlayStation um, last the last couple weeks. And um, I picked it up because it was billed as a uh, Baldur's Gate 2-esque game where you, you kind of follow some D&D rules, you, you have defined classes for your characters. And I love Baldur's Gate 2, um, just the, the mechanics of that game back on the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 for sure. And got it loaded up, um, kind of read some primers on it before I started, because thanks internet. And basically everybody said, do the story playthrough first because you're going to die. You're going to die a lot. And if you just, you want to mostly get the story out of it, do the story mode playthrough first. Absolutely. That's where I'm at. I like story time. And we died a lot still because the mechanics are a little tough. Um, healing is uh, difficult anyway. Um, there's no, well, there, there's a couple like dedicated healing spells, but they don't heal for much. And one of my best characters, uh, his name is Fane. He is what, what is called an Eternal. He's a skeleton. So obviously healing magic is going to burn him. And he's healed by poison. Well, you don't get, really get poison magic till you know, after you get pretty deep into the island. Anyway, it's a long way of saying the game is still tough on story playthrough. I've really enjoyed it. It's really good looking for a top-down dungeon crawler. Um, it is more difficult than my average game, which is nice every once in a while to have a game I don't just blow through, you know, like I'm on New Game Plus to start out with. So, yeah, I, if, if that's your style of game, if you really enjoyed Baldur's Gate 2, um, Divinity Original Sin 2, I'm told, improved on a lot of the things that they already did well on the original Sin. So definitely check that out. Um, and then... Uh, in the last day or so, I got a chance to check out some of the free games that we got for PlayStation Plus this month. Um, we got Fall Guys. Heck yeah. We have, what, Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered. Yes, sir. Uh, Modern Warfare 2. So, um, I mean, you probably played the original, Scott, when, when Modern Warfare 2 came out the first time anyway. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, are you a campaign guy? 
Yeah, I, I always do campaign first, always. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I have it downloaded just because it's a habit for me to download the free games every month. I haven't gotten into it yet. Uh, like I said, I've been playing Avengers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll get into it eventually. That's, I'm, the, I'm the same way, too. Um, I always burn through the campaign, yeah, just to learn the mechanics of it, but also there's almost always really good story attached to those games that, unfortunately, a lot of people miss out on because nah, this, is, this is a multiplayer game. There's, they're not supposed to be a campaign. Right. Well, that's not correct. Right. But um, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, I, I tell you what, as far as Battle Royale games go, um, this one was creative and interesting. And, I mean, you're still, still going to say swear words at it, but it's one you can let the kids play. Um, we were talking last cast kind of about the, the party game-esque of um, Mario Party. And so right. just getting a bunch of people together, doing 900 million mini games and having a good time with that. Um, that's Fall Guys is kind of like that in, its, in that it's not your typical Battle Royale game. And you, you, you go through rounds, and it's basically a race for most of the events as you rush from this side of the, the board to that side. Um, I don't know if you ever watched or played Wipeout. Uh, it's very similar to that. Lots of chances to fall off of the course to knock yourself out um and all with a very 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 cartoony vibe right uh, like even more so than um fortnite yeah if if you're looking for like a, a party game that you can play with your kids and whatnot there's a game i recommend it's called frantics mm-hmm. and you use your phone or your tablet as a controller mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of mini games um but it runs through your PlayStation. Okay. Um, there's also one, it's called That's You, and one that's called Knowledge is Power, which is like a trivia one. All right. All three of them, we play with the kids. It's lots of fun. And they're, they're all three but done with what's called PlayLink, where, yeah. you, where you use your phone or a tablet as the controller. Okay. Real, real fun. The kids really, really enjoy it. It's definitely kid-friendly. Awesome. Yeah, that, uh, that Frantics uh, looks pretty solid. I mean, it's got, it's got great reviews um, for the most part. You know, 7 out of 10 isn't terrible. And you say you use a phone and a tablet for a controller? Yeah. So I can have my, my $600 controller instead of my $60 controller. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun for you know sitting sitting down playing with the kids. Heck yeah, man! That that is an outstanding recommendation. I mean, I I, I know you have twelve hundred kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, three of them can can game currently. The other two are still figuring out potty time and walking time. So. Right. Right. But yeah, definitely That's check those out. It, it's it's a lot of fun. Heck yeah. So. Um, what else we got going on, really? I mean, we got, like I said, we got Madden getting ready to come out. We got 
uh, Avengers and Tony Hawk on September the 4th. Um, so, I mean, that's three games that I'm getting, you know, because I get Madden every year, run yep. online leagues. Um, and the other two I've got pre-ordered. So I, my time is going to be pretty chocked full when, when I get gaming time. Yes, sir. And I, for the Tony Hawk, I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. It's, I mean, it hasn't even been uh, leaked really for very long. I think what, since the Rona is, is basically how long we've known about it. Pretty much. Yeah. So um, looking at the PlayStation website, uh, when you do your pre-order, you get access to the warehouse demo, which is available until August 14th, AKA five days ago. Um, the $50 pre-order gets you uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 game. So you get both games for 50 bucks. See, and unfortunately, I pre-ordered mine through GameStop, so I don't get the demo like people who pre-ordered it through the PlayStation Store. Oh, yeah? Because I'm a physical copy guy. Mm -hmm. um, but if you, you only get the demo if you pre-ordered it through the PlayStation Store. Yep. Yeah, which is a which is a downer. But um, did GameStop give you any like promo cool stuff for pre-ordering through them? Um, no, no, they didn't have any extra stuff. Uh, I, I thought about getting the you know the big collector's edition because uh, it comes with a signed actual skateboard from Tony Hawk and a couple other mm -hmm. things, but I didn't. I mean. Meh. Just money, money wise, it I could. Yeah. Well, what what are you gonna do on a skateboard but rack up hospital bills, Scott? Well, no, I would <laughs> hang it on the wall for decoration. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see what else we got. The Ripper character from Power Petrella. I don't know the iconic skeleton makes its debut in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Uh huh. Comes with his own tricks and boards. Um, 80s era outfits for three of the guys. Uh, create a skater mode, boards, clothes, shoes, gear. Heck yeah. It does have an offline multiplayer, which is very important to me. Um, I Can, can you beat couch mode, Scott? Yes. <laughs> I, I, lo I love me some couch mode. Um, just sitting down with like the guy next to you and burning through a game. Right. Um, so I, you, you remember our, our dear battle, um, Josh, um, before he passed, one of the things that he would do, you know, we'd come over and one, he'd play with the girls and, and we'd have a fantastic time, but we would throw down on the Xbox and we would play Diablo three together on couch mode, both of us on the same screen and just tearing up, um, the world of Diablo. Yeah. So um, I've, I, I've thrown away like all of the connections and everything from my 360, the game, the console itself is not on good ground, but I don't know, for some reason, I, I haven't just gotten rid of the console itself yet. The save files on there, Josh's characters on there. It's uh, I don't know. I'm not sentimental often, but evidently I am about this. Right. Right. So, uh, Yes, sir. 
So September is going to be uh, a loaded month as far as video games go, video game time. Um, there's a couple like series that are coming out in September on Amazon that I'm going to have to watch. Like my, my, my book is packed. Like I've got entertainment stuff to do. So what, what do you got to watch? Uh, so the boys season two comes out. Um, I heard that was real good. Dude, you are going to love the boys uh, being the, the superhero fan that you are. And if, if you ever liked um, the alternate universe Superman where, you know, he was, he landed in Russia instead of America and he's a bad guy. You're going to love the boys. Um, it's a very different take, very unique take on the superhero tropes and without giving away like a ton of spoilers um, is definitely worth checking out. Um, also, uh, for people who are poor and have 900 kids just like me, um, if you are on the EBT stamps, you have food stamps, if that's a program that you qualify for and um, you, you do have an EBT card, Amazon Prime will actually give you Prime membership for half off. But they don't give you half off like you don't get half their services you still get prime video music the prime two-day well two-day shipping and i this is terrible for an audio podcast people i when i do the two-day i'm doing the bunny ears thing i just dawned on me nobody there's no video of this so me doing the bunny ears doesn't tell anybody anything right you, you still get full membership so uh just uh life hacks we have pro tips and life hacks today, Scott. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. We're This is kind of a downer week. Um, this is Sort of everything seems to be on hold for us. So I was talking to my wife the other day. Yes, sir. And... I kind of wanted your input. What are your personal top five games of all time? My top five games of all time. Um, actually, and I, I poured quite a bit of thought into this. Um, and because top five is real hard, I mean, not as hard as it is for our boy Adrian, um, I, did, I went ahead and did top ten. So I'll give you, here's number five. Uh, it was a game called Drakengard. Uh, it was out on the PS2, and then it had sequels on PS3. Um, try and think like, um, oh, what's the, I, I had it five seconds ago. You, Dynasty Warriors. Oh, right, right. You're running around, you were, you're just this like ultimate BA from history. And you're swathing down hordes of just nameless foot soldiers. So it's like that in that it's you versus the horde. But not only are you just like this super BA, um, the, the unique weapons that you get have powers all on their own that you get. And as you progress through the game, you get access to a, a dragon, like a literal dragon. And you can fly around on that guy. It helps you achieve um, not just missions, but just to get to places for this massive world. And the ending is 
literally uh, like a DMT trip insanity. So the ending is a lot like doing acid. So be ready for that when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> it is a mind trip. Um, how about you? Did you have a Did you have a number five, Scott? Uh, for me, number five is it's a game that that I poured a lot of time into with my friends back in the day. You know, we, we've talked about it once or twice before on the on the cast. It's something I wish they would they would make a remake of, kind of update it and revamp it. Um, Jet Moto. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of a lot of time playing that with my friends. Um, you know, it brings back memories of you know when I was six, seven years old. You know. Mm -hmm. So that that's that's gonna slide in at my number five spot. That is a that is a solid number five, um, and unique as far as like racing games go. Uh, my number four, um, I, I'm looking at it right now. MTG Arena. Okay. Dude, I, I love Magic anyway. Um, you know, that's one of the things you and I have in common. But being able to just sit down, and if I play one match, no harm, no foul, I got my one match in. If I grind out a, a like a real live money tournament that Arena has been putting on lately, I can play 18, 19 matches and rounds in a row and, like, kind of, kind of, a little bit relive uh some of the the competitive magic days that i used to have you know that, that was always my one of my favorite parts about uh you know when, when we would go out to the field or whatever you know for those that don't know jj and i were in the army together um you know when we'd go out to do field exercises and you know we had downtime at night him and i would bust out our magic decks and sit around and play magic you know there was a couple of people that we introduced to the game just by doing that, you know, yep. got them into playing. So that, that, that magic will always kind of ha have its own little special place for me. For sure. And arena's a, it, it's getting better as far as a way to recapture um, just the, the playability of it there, the social aspect of it, a, the gathering portion of magic, the gathering, is severely lacking as far as arena goes, but you know, it's only been out of beta for a year, so. Right. How about you, sir? Uh, did you have a number four? Um, coming in at number four, I am going to put Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, the, especially numbers one and two. Mm -hmm. um, just as a series, you know, it was, it was certainly innovative for its time and it brought a lot of people to skateboarding that wouldn't otherwise skateboard, you know? Yep. So, you know, I, I, I knew people who, who knew nothing of skateboarding, you know, weren't interested in skateboarding, but Hey, there's this Tony Hawk game and, and it's super fun. So that, that, for me, that's going to, just because of its cultural impact, I'm mm -hmm. putting that at number four. That's, that is a solid pick. Um, and like, not just the cultural aspect of it, but it, it just made skateboarding 
more mainstream and more widely acceptable. And dude, the the music on those oh, games. Yeah, the soundtrack is iconic on that game. Yeah, yes, sir. I mean, I've still got tracks I listen to now that you know I knew nothing about before that. I was raised on country music, and so hearing about um, what I got is is a phenomenal um, thing that I'm I'm always going to look back on. Hopefully, they kept a bunch of the original music in the remake. Uh, my number three game is going to be Far Cry 4 specifically. Uh, I love all the Far Cry games. Um, they, they haven't done one wrong yet, in my, my opinion. But Far Cry 4 specifically because of how I like to play those games. Uh, the stealthy, from the bushes, shoot you in the back of the head with my arrow, throwing knife, takedowns. That game, I feel like, executed those mechanics better than any of the others, to include Primal, where that was the sole way you were going to engage with people most of the time. Um, then towards the end of the game, you got a crossbow bolt pistol that just stepped up your game to the next level. Um, the takedowns that you could perform in the outposts, you know, there's, there are videos of people clearing an entire outpost just chaining takedown after takedown after takedown. So uh, the, the story was, was kind of weird, but you know, it's Far Cry, the story's gonna be weird. So Far Cry 4 is my number three. You, you stole my thunder, because that's where I was going as well. <laughs> um, I loved four. I also loved five and the subsequent tie-in sequel of mm -hmm. New Dawn. Yep. Um, I, I like you said. I like the mechanics of it. Um, I love the um, the, the storyline of five. You know about a religious zealot that wants to, you know, take over. Um, I, I enjoy that they put in little things like at the beginning where if you just leave, you can end the game. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to take him into custody, <laughs> you know, there, there's little things that they put in. Um, and with five, man, it was just super creepy with the song that they chose to, to mind control people and it gets stuck in your head. And it's, it's one of, it's one of those games that you're just kind of drawn into. Um, sure. and I, I definitely enjoyed it immensely. Now for New Dawn, what did you think about the, the buzzsaw launcher? Was that weapon number one for you, like always in the first slot or? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Just because yeah. it was so fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it was a little wonky for me. Like that was my things have gone sideways officially weapon. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got busted, boys. Whip out the buzzsaw launcher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was definitely a good one. But, yeah, definitely Far Cry is sliding in at number three for me. Um, there, there's just – there's a lot of depth to it. And, you know, like you said, I really haven't found one in this series that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Can confirm. 
Um, at number two for me, yeah, is God of War. Um, you know, the whole series as a whole, the way it fits together. Um, the new one is just insanely good. But for me, I, I will always go back to the first one. You know, God of War yeah. 1, the original. You know, and I, I've played them all on, you know, I've played them on the, the PlayStation, the PSP, the, you know, all the handhelds, all the consoles, you know. Yeah. So I, I've played through them all. I, I've lived through the story. And, you know, it's, it's absolutely absolutely number two um for sure now something that has divided a lot of people what did you feel or how did you feel about the tone change from the original god of war games to the one that just came out on ps4 um i liked it i liked it a lot i mean they went from more greek mythology into norse mythology mm -hmm. but we see the older Kratos, you know, the more I don't want to fight everybody Kratos. Yeah. You know, especially when he he has the boy with him and he's trying to teach him, but you know, his past comes back to haunt him and he has no choice but to fight. Yeah. Um I, I really enjoyed it. Um I for, for those that can't see and don't know, I have a lot of my favorite video game weapons tattooed on my arm, uh, which includes the Chaos Blade. Um, I have a Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. I have the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII. I have the Master Sword from Zelda, and then I have the chaos blade from god of war so you're saying you were a fan oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> awesome heck yeah man what do you got uh, for number two uh for me number two uh originally it started out at uh number five you know as i'm just making my list but then for every copy that i had purchased i had to bump it up a level uh skyrim my number two was skyrim <laughs> I almost um, made my list. Yeah. The, just how big the world was and like the amount of things you could do. Um, you know, the, the skill trees weren't like extremely deep, but it, it, there was enough there to give you real customization as far as what you wanted to do with a character. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen a couple people do, strictly persuasion builds you know where they they talk their way out of most fights and you know there's obviously there's some just storyline fights you can't talk your way out of and you know they peeked into the 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 daggers and the assassination types uh to get by in those instances but for the most part they just talk their way through the game and that's something i've never had the patience for so after i did my my bow and arrow one-shot kill guy for my first playthrough ever on Skyrim. I went ahead and did the um, the the magic mage, 
you know, doing Kamehamehas with all of your spells. Um, all of the DLCs, you know, with vampires and then um, even the uh, This Old House DLC for Skyrim where you actually got to do more customization with your home. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. So props to uh, Skyrim. Definitely my, my solid number two. Skyrim almost made my list uh, because that's, that's the type of game that I've put, you know, unknown hours into and can always pick it up and go right back to it. Um, okay. You know, it's, it's, it's like you're reliable. You know, you, yep. you're bored, you got nothing to do, you, you whip out Skyrim. Um, so that, that definitely almost made my list. Yep. Um, uh, I, I think that I know what your number one is. Uh, I think we are in agreement <laughs> on our number one. You know, it's something that we've, we've talked about before on the cast. For, for those that are loyal listeners, you should know as well. Um, but let's just throw it out there. Final, Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> the OG. For real. Um, I can't tell you the number of times I've played through that game. You know, I've played through it on PlayStation. I've played through it on PC. I've played through it on mobile, you know. It's something that I, I can always go back to and play yep. through it no matter how many times I've beaten it, no matter how many yep. times I've, you know, 100%ed it. Um, I, I'm currently on a playthrough, well, having to restart another playthrough because there's one trophy that I'm missing to platinum. Uh, the bromance. The bromance trophy. <laughs> uh, for, for those that don't know, st from the minute the game starts, you have to make certain choices. You have to talk to certain people in a certain order. And the goal is when you get to the gold saucer, if you do everything just right, then Barrett will be the one that goes on the gondola ride with you. <laughs> but, oh my God, if just one tiny little slip up somewhere and you have to completely restart the game. Yeah. You know, by the time you get to the, by the time you get to the gondola, you're a good 20 some hours into it. Mm -hmm. So it's, that's the one trophy I still need to get. Yeah. Um, you know, Scott, I've, even as much as I loved the remake, um, you know, the, the original just has, uh, a certain kind of charm to it, and it's it's not for no good reason that I keep a save file of OG Seven right after you leave Midgar. Yeah, the the story is very important. What happens in Midgar, and you know this, I I, I enjoy Disc One, but for me, everything that happens after Midgar is is the most fun. That's if I had to say a part I really didn't like about Seven, I didn't enjoy Midgar because it was kind of railroady, and and for good reason. You know, you got to get through the damn game. Right. The, the the disc one through Midgar is very linear. Yep. But like you said, for good reason. Yep. Because that sets the table for everything that's to come on discs two and three. You know, once you get out of Midgar and you hit the the open map. The possibilities are endless. The hours that you can pour into it are endless. 
Yep. Um, I'm, I'm sincerely looking forward to the Midgar Zalem uh, when we get remake part two. Um, I want to I see that giant snake in all of its glory and have it cast beta on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, once you get to the open world of seven, um, like you said, possibilities are, are pretty limitless. I mean, you still got to you know, go through the story to get to certain places, but it just feels like you have so much more control over how you go about that process. So uh, the next two, hopefully only two parts of the remake are, are what I am most hyped for. I'm, I'm hyped for it. I'm also a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm hoping that they stick to the, you know, original story. Um, but the way that part one of the remake ended puts a seed of doubt in my head. Um, because we saw Zach and we saw, you know, the spirits or you know yeah it's so it's like kingdom hearts bleed into the game <laughs> right so it, it, it puts a seed of doubt um but i'm really i'm really excited to see if they do stay true to it and how they tackle the, the world map mm-hmm. um you know because once you leave midgar the first place you you go is to calm yeah you know how are they gonna is that how they're going to to do it and then to you get to calm and you know you go into the whole backstory where you learn everything you know a lot about cloud and is mm-hmm. that how part two is gonna go you know see uh, i i want to sit on the couch next to adrian once he gets to calm and they're going through the backstory exposition and you know you're kind of playing through nibbleheim a little bit and then there's that almighty sequence of everything being on fire and Sephiroth does his drama queen turn and there's art a a billion for for that that specific scene I want to sit next to Adrian when they redo that and listen to his fangirl cries right (laughs) I I will I will probably be be on a FaceTime call with him when that happens (laughs) just to see it trust this Heck so, yeah, man. But, so yes final fantasy number one game um for so very many reasons yeah absolutely you know it's it's something that i have passed down to you know not only my wife who was never much of a gamer but she sat down and played through it all because the story captivated her you know mm-hmm. my children wanted to sit down and watch it um so it's it's something that spanned generations so for me, that will always be my number one. For sure. So Scott, I kind of talked about like one part of seven that I wasn't as big a fan of or dare say didn't even really like. Is there a part of seven that maybe just kind of grounds gears a little bit, something you didn't enjoy immensely? Um, for me, I, it, it's sort of a love-hate relationship. Uh, but for me, it's the uh chocobo breeding <laughs> i knew it and he, i knew it because i have a memory from like two five years ago where you were trying to get a blue chocobo you know yeah. 
simply because it's so tedious. Mm-hmm. You have to feed them and race them till they're, you know, an S class, and then you have to breed them and hope that you get the right one. And oh my goodness, yep. so tedious. Like I, that's probably where I spent the majority of my time. Um, but at the same time, I love it because it's mm-hmm. fun. That's something that I'm really looking forward to in part two of the remake is to see how they do the, the chocobo racing and the chocobo breeding. Yeah. Because, you know, we already kind of met uh, Chocobo Billy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. But, uh, you know, Chocobo Sam is kind of the new Chocobo Billy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm like I'm excited to see how they do it, but at the same time I'm what's the word I'm looking for? I'm apprehensive. Yeah, because they they can definitely do it wrong with this whole altered reality, altered fate thing they got going on. Hopefully that's just like some end game stuff. Like after you clear remake part two, you can go to a place and change something with the way something happened and but that opens up this path so and are they are we going to get the ability to play as a a vincent or a yuffie or is it going to be just like part one with with red 13 you know are they going to be there but be npcs uh i'm going to wager their npcs um you know, Vincent Vincent kind of took over his own self, like with his limit breaks. So that's not going to be too that, new for him. That's one other part that I wasn't crazy about. But, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. And hopefully uh, Squeenix does a, does a good job and doesn't, uh, you know, drop the ball on this one. But no matter yeah, what, I've I got 16. enough fans are clamoring for it to stick more to – the OG, I think that they'll try, mm-hmm. um, but we just got to wait and see. Yep. So it's in full production. It has been for a while. They're, they're legitimately putting hours in on it. So I would be sub- shocked if it came out before next year. Yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be Christmas time next year. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, because that'll give the PS5 time to be out and it'll give them, you know, time to polish everything up and then boom, holiday sales. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully the economy will be bouncing back from all the COVID. So that'll be a perfect time for them. Yep. Uh, all right. So, well, got any, any cleanup things, any, any hype train we need to add for anybody? I I don't think so. I think we pretty well covered everything that's going down at the moment. Um, so, you know, like I said, hopefully next week we have Adrian back. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed on that one. Um, be sure to check out the show on Redline Radio on Sunday mornings. Uh, Redline Radio LLC on Facebook. Um, follow us on our Facebook page, Insert Coin to Continue. You can follow me on Twitter at Superman69101. 
Adrian is at the Godzilla dude on, on Twitter. So check us out and we will definitely catch you guys next week. Looking forward to it. Everybody take care, stay safe and uh, be sure to tune in. Later guys. Bye. Coin to continue. Please insert coin to continue.